If you love the Lord, do you also love the truth? Hello, I'm Phil Sanders, and this is a Bible study in search of the Lord's way. Stay with us today. We're going to see the difference between the truth and the lie. In all the hurry and hustle and confusion of modern living, the Lord has the way. We believe that the Bible is the revelation of His way. We invite you to join us in search of the Lord's way with Phil Sanders. Welcome to In Search of the Lord's Way. We search the scriptures because we know that the Bible is inspired of God. God breathed out every single word found in the Bible. Because God is all-knowing, infinitely wise, and never lies, we can trust what we read in Scripture. Humans, on the other hand, don't know everything and are often fooled. We can't always trust people, so we must measure what we believe by God's holy word. Thanks for taking time with us today. We want to hear from you, and we hope you'll study with us each week. Pontius Pilate once asked Jesus, what is truth? He must not have been paying attention because Jesus had given him the answer to that question. The Lord Jesus said in John 18, 37, For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. And everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. The more we listen closely to the Lord Jesus, the more we'll understand the truth. The Lord Jesus promised in John 8, 31 to 2, If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now every word Jesus spoke was the truth. And because of Jesus, we can separate right from wrong. We can know God's will, and we can possess an infallible standard by which to judge all things. Jesus gives us everything we need to know about eternal life, salvation, and godliness. He said in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We must listen to the Lord Jesus. He'll never lead us astray. And His words reveal the path of life. Now, perhaps you'd like to know more about the Lord Jesus and the truth. We offer the information on this program free. If you'd like a printed copy of our study and you live in the United States, mail your request to In Search of the Lord's Way, Post Office Box 371, Edmond, Oklahoma 73083, or send an email to searchtv at searchtv.org. Or you can call our toll-free telephone number. That number is 1-800-321-8633. We also stream this program on our website at searchtv.org and on YouTube. The Edmund Church will now worship in song. We'll read from 1 Kings 13, 15 to 18 and see the harm of believing a lie.
Our reading today comes from 1 Kings chapter 13, verses 15 to 18, and talks about a young prophet who was told something by God, and yet another older prophet told him something different, and the young prophet did not listen. Verse 15, Then he said to him, Come home with me and eat bread. And he said, I cannot return with you, nor go with you, nor will I eat bread or drink water with you in this place. For a command came to me by the word of the Lord, You shall eat no bread, nor drink water there. Do not return by going the way which you came. He said to him, I'm also a prophet like you. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with you to your house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied to him. And sometimes people lie to us, even people who are religious and lead us astray. Let's pray together. Oh, Father, we're thankful that your word always tells us the truth so that we may distinguish between truth and error. Help us, Heavenly Father, to turn to your word that we may know what you would have us to know and to be and to do. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. After King Solomon died, his son Rehoboam took the throne. Because Rehoboam was immature and greedy for power, the people rejected him. And this brought about a division of Israel from Judah. Jeroboam, who became the leader of these tribes, caused Israel to sin by making two golden calves and placing them in the cities of Bethel and Dan. Jeroboam feared the people would go to Jerusalem and return to the Lord. So he told the people in 1 Kings 12, 28, You've gone up to Jerusalem long enough. Behold your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Well, Jeroboam claimed his golden calves represented the God who led Israel out of Egypt. And he caused the people to offer sacrifices and burn incense to the golden calves which he had made. 
they could never be God. The second of the Ten Commandments says, You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me but showing steadfast love to those, thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. That's Exodus 20, verses 4 to 6. Now, it's, it's startling how the people of Israel departed from God's teaching and believed such an outright lie. They had to ignore almost everything they knew about God in order to follow Jeroboam's false and humanly contrived religion. I'm reminded of Paul's statement in Romans 1, 25, about people who exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the Creator. How can something man-made create mankind? Well, it can't. Now, God saw what Jeroboam did and decided to send a man of God to the altar at Bethel, where Jeroboam was. And uh, he spoke out against the king. And so in 1 Kings 13, this man of God at God's direction predicted a sign or miracle. This is a sign that the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be torn down and the ashes that are on it shall be poured out. 1 Kings 13 verse 3. Now it happened just as God said that very day. The altar was split apart and the ashes were poured out. The man of God left Bethel going home by a different route and refusing to eat bread or drink water. 1 Kings 13 tells of an old prophet who chased down the man of God and said, You come home with me and you eat bread. And the man of God replied, I may not return with you or go in with you, neither will I eat bread nor drink water with you in this place. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, You shall neither eat bread nor drink water there, nor return by the way that you came. The old prophet, however, was not content. 1 Kings 13, 18-19 tells the sad story. The old prophet said, Well, I'm also a prophet as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with you into your house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied to him. So he, that is the man of God, went back with him and ate bread in his house and drank water. Well, apparently the man of God placed his trust in what the lying prophet said rather than what God had told him. And because of his disobedience, God punished the man of God. A lion met him on the way and killed him because he believed a lie and he suffered the wrath of God. Some people say, well, it doesn't matter what you believe if you love God. My friend, that isn't so. It does matter what you believe. The man of God learned this the hard way. And I hope you won't make that mistake. If you believe a lie, it could cost you your soul. Paul wrote to the churches of Galatia warning them not to follow a false gospel. Paul said in Galatians 1, 6-9, Well, I'm astonished that you're so quickly deserting Him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. 
But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we've said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one that you received, let him be accursed. Well, even if the source seems to be credible, such as an angel from heaven, we must not distort what God says and turn it into a falsehood. Many people, frankly, are deceived by distorted gospels today. They think they believe the truth, but they've placed their confidence in a distortion of the truth. There is but one gospel, and anything contrary to that one gospel is dangerous to the soul. Adolf Hitler once boasted, by the skillful and sustained use of propaganda, one can make a people see even heaven as hell or an extremely wretched life as paradise. Hitler told many outrageous lies. He held that if you tell a big lie frequently enough, people will believe it. He realized that people would fall for a big lie quicker than they would for a little one. By telling lies, Hitler and the Nazis were able to slaughter 11 million people in his concentration camps. The more outrageous the lie, the more some become gullible. The old song says, if you're unwilling to stand for something, you will fall for anything. And we must stand with God and with His Word, the Bible. Some have believed something so long that they no longer question whether it could be false. A generation often hears a falsehood from those who've gone before and never question whether it's true. The difference between the truth and a lie is as great as the difference between God and the devil. The Lord Jesus is the source of truth, but the devil has always been a liar. The Lord Jesus described the devil this way in John 8, 44. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he's a liar and the father of lies. Now speaking lies, the devil pretends to be a follower of God. He wants everyone to think he is moral and true, but he has no intention of following Christ. He willfully fools people into following his error. 2 Corinthians 11, 14-15 says, No wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Therefore it's not surprising if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness, whose end will be according to their deeds. Being religious doesn't make a person righteous. And calling oneself a preacher or a prophet doesn't guarantee that what one says is true. Some believe the lie that we're saved by faith alone. But love and obedience are also necessary to salvation. John 3, 36 in the New American Standard Version says that he who believes in the Son has eternal life. But he who does not obey the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. Some say, well, you don't have to be baptized to be saved. But the Lord Jesus said in John 3 and verse 5, Truly, truly I say to you, Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. One cannot enter heaven without being baptized. In the first gospel sermon, Peter told the guilty people at Pentecost, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and you do it for the forgiveness of your sins, 
and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Ananias told Saul of Tarsus in Acts 22:16, Now why do you delay? Rise up and be baptized and wash away your sins calling on His name. No, we aren't saved by faith alone. We must also repent and be baptized out of love for God. Now some believe sprinkling is as good as immersing for baptism. But the very word baptism in the original language refers to an immersion or burial in water. Romans 6 and verse 4 says, Therefore we were buried with Him through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. Now some think it's right to baptize infants and small children, but we have no record of any infant baptism in Scripture. Acts 8 verse 12 says, But when they believed Philip preaching the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were being baptized men and women alike. Now these were people old enough to believe and choose to be baptized, not infants or small children. Now no matter how strongly we believe, something is right. It's false if it contradicts what the Lord says in Scripture. The Lord Jesus takes His words seriously, even if we don't. The Lord said in John 12, 48-50, The one who rejects Me and does not receive My words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. For I have not spoken, Jesus says, on My own authority. But the Father who sent Me has given Me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. And I know that His commandment is eternal life. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. Jesus knew His words were the measure of truth and would affect our salvation. If we reject His words, we'll be lost. But if we listen to Him, we can know the truth and be saved. Many people have given up on trying to find the truth, though the Scriptures teach the truth. Because of sin and pleasure, many would rather believe a lie than take the steps necessary to believe the truth. We, we don't like to call sin sinful, so we lie to ourselves about when life begins. We lie to ourselves about whether marriage matters. We don't like to think of anyone as being wrong, so we decide that every doctrine must all, always be right. We don't like to think of anybody being lost, so we consider everyone saved. We don't like to admit that there is one faith, so we believe that every road takes you to heaven. But humans aren't the measure of truth. God is and His Word declares His truth. Now, when the truth is demanding, but a lie is convenient, Many choose the lie. They believe what they want, and then they find preachers who will tickle their ears. And eventually they'll insist their lie is really the truth. They'll do nearly anything rather than listen to what God says in this book, the Bible. Proverbs 23.23 says, Buy the truth and do not sell it. Get wisdom and instruction and understanding. My friend, buying the truth may mean being honest and honestly admitting what we've heard in the past is not right but false. 
Acts 17.11 says of the Bereans, Now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the Scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Have you searched the Scriptures to find out if what you believe is so? Or have you simply accepted what people have told you? Have you taken time to buy the truth? And yes, it costs to find it. Have you taken time to buy the truth, to get wisdom and instruction and understanding? I hope that you have. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we know how much you value the truth and how much your Son values the truth and how that we can be set free by the truth. Help us, Heavenly Father, to be willing to buy the truth and to rid ourselves of the things that are false. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. As humans, most of us have faced the bitter reality that what we once believed was right was actually wrong. We all get fooled, but we aren't left without hope. We can know the truth, and Jesus promised we could in John 8, 32. And God desires that all men be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 2, verse 4. God revealed the truth in His Word, the Bible. But we must take the time to search it out, to believe it, and to obey it. It's not enough to know the Word. We must let it touch our hearts and shape our lives. Ignorance causes confusion. 
Lies cause chaos, but knowledge of God leads to order and to wisdom. James 1, 22-25 says, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, and goes away at once, and forgets what he was like. The one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, stays with it, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If we do nothing with what we have learned from God, we've robbed ourselves of a blessing. If your heart and soul aren't right with God, don't lie to yourself that everything is okay. You need to follow the perfect law, the law of liberty. And to become a Christian, and be free from sin, you must believe in Jesus as the Christ, the Son of God. Repent of your sins. Follow God's will. Confess Jesus as the Christ and be baptized, immersed in water for the forgiveness of your sins. And please do it today. We hope that today's study about truth and not believing a lie has motivated you to start studying God's Word. And if you want a free printed copy of this message and live in the United States, mail your request to In Search of the Lord's Way, Post Office Box 371, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73083. Or send an email to searchtv at searchtv.org. Or you can call the search office toll-free at 1-800-321-8633. There's also a schedule of our programs and a map with the location of churches in your area at searchtv.org. You can watch Search anytime on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, Search TV Ministry, and like the programs. We also offer free Bible correspondence courses. We're happy to send them to you. Now, don't worry, we're not asking for money. We're here to help you to draw close to God. We do ask that you focus your heart on God by worshiping at church. Everybody needs a church family. And I realize that some of you for health reasons can't attend worship, but I'm speaking to those who can attend and haven't been. There's probably a church of Christ near you. And if you're looking for a healthy biblical church home, we'll gladly help you find one. We'll be back next week, Lord willing. Keep searching God's Word with us. Tell a friend about the program. As always, God bless you and we love you from all of us at In Search of the Lord's Way.